This is Country 104. Uh, okay, here we go. Good morning. Country mornings with Kyle and Leanne on Country 104. Monday morning, we uh, we would come out here and make a, a public service announcement. So just a reminder, and uh, for 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 those out there that you s- sometimes listen, it happens to me all the time. Common sense goes sometimes goes over <laughs> yeah. my head, and I have to double you know I have to double check with myself before I do something, or I get reminded by someone fairly often, like Kyle, like obviously you can't do this because and they give me a reason. I'm like, oh yeah, it, PSAs are good things sometimes. Yeah, and it turns out a couple people in Guelph could use a PSA. The Guelph Public Library had to post on their Facebook page last week. Kyle, you first told me about this, and I thought you were joking. No. I thought, this, this can't be real. So Guelph Public Library posted on Facebook. This is directly from their account. They say, please do not, in capital letters, microwave your books to dry them or to prevent the spread of COVID-19. People were microwaving their books and trying to return them. People thought microwaving their books would get rid of COVID-19. Or thought or thought it was safe. <laughs> thought it was a good idea. What? They said the library has COVID-19 safety measures set in place for all materials that are returned, including a minimum 72-hour quarantine they go through you know a cleaning process they have all of these things set and done with the health protocols in place yep proper cleaning methods that you know don't light books on fire fire right oh my you know it's super flammable paper (laughs) I (laughs) i mean again it's one of those things where maybe for some reason it doesn't process through your mind and you're but like, this this must have happened to several it people had to have happened a bunch for the for the entire library to put out a statement yeah. being like hey don't microwave your books like i i don't know i don't have an answer for this one i mean don't microwave your books obviously but <laughs> This is your Monday morning PSA. Country 104. So Wednesday is going to be a wonderful day because we've got the NHL back in action. The Toronto Maple Leafs are going to be hitting the ice against the Canadians. It's going to be... Everything might feel right in the world for a minute on Wednesday. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's (laughs) the most wonderful time of the year, especially to Canadians. Right? Now, I know that you are... A massive, massive, massive hockey fan. You've just signed yourself up for a for a hockey fantasy league. You're going to be all over these stats and figures and numbers for the next several months. So I thought I would test your hockey slang word knowledge. Okay. I have come across Bar Down's hockey term dictionary. All right. I want to let's hear this. So. Okay, I'm going to give you the term or the, the 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 word, and you're going to have to try and define it for me. So we've got ODR, just the letters, three letters, ODR. Yeah, ODR, normally something that you see specifically once the weather gets a little bit colder outside. You can make them in your backyard, or sometimes you can go out to a cottage. You're on a beautiful scenic area. ODR is outdoor rink. Yes, and I absolutely would love to hit an ODR right now. Uh, so you got that so one. Fun. 
Uh, Kyle, what does anchor mean in terms of hockey slang? Anchor. Anchor. Okay. I don't, I don't <laughs> know, so I'm going to guess. Okay. Is an anchor somebody that, like, if you play on a line with somebody, an anchor is someone who weighs your line down, who just can't keep up with you? Yeah, that's actually pretty good. Hey. So an anchor is a is really just a teammate who sinks the team. Um, and the the example they they give the definition, then they give an example of it in a sentence. They said Brad gave up two pizzas and scored on his own net. What an absolute anchor! <laughs> <laughs> um, Kyle, if somebody said uh, that they ate a dash or to eat a dash, what does that mean? If they ate a dash. Hmm. See, hockey it could, terms it are could mean so changing. many things. Right? I'm gonna okay. go with if they if they got if they took a hit. So if they ate a hit, like at center ice, like if they had their head down, they ate a dash, like somebody hit them. Or it's going to be they ate a dash is in like, I mean, ate a, not 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 like a puck to the head. I don't know. <laughs> Let me hear it. So being on the ice when the opposing team oh ate a, a dash. I should have known that. It's a yeah. minus. I should have so known that. She totally deked me out and then scored. I ate a dash, ate a dash on, on that, that one. play. Yeah, oh, should have known that. Uh, here's one that that you should know: leg pillows. Oh, leg pillows. Yeah, I used to. I used to when I was a kid, when I was five, six, seven years old. I used to literally put pillows on my legs and pretend I was a goalie in the NHL. <laughs> like pillows are, uh, are goalie pads. Yes, there we go. Uh, and uh, another one, I've, I've never heard this term before. <laughs> oh, Licor- licorice knob. Licorice knob. Yeah. Um, is it when part of your tape job towards the top end of your stick where the knob would be, the tape is... It's it's like twisted and then wrapped around it, making it look like licorice or like a candy yeah. cane or something like that. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. I I just thought that's what people did. I didn't I didn't know there was a. Yeah, you're doing a lot better than I expected. Okay, what if I said um, muffin? I'm not going to give you any context or any idea. Just muffin. Oh, muffin is like. So for me, I think it's one of two. So a muffin is like just like a really weak shot on net. Like, you know, like some guys can like shoot the puck really hard. If you don't like if you don't shoot the puck very hard on net, you threw a muffin at the goalie. Like it was a (laughs) muffin of a shot. (laughs) Okay, I need to come up with some more (laughs) difficult hockey terms for you. I I like this game. I thought I'd be able to stump you with one of these. Okay, we're just going to go through. One of the few games I'm actually good at. (laughs) Final hockey term. We're going to do dictionary. Roulette here. Okay. Um, okay, I've landed on the letter P. Okay. Peanut butter. <laughs> a hockey term, peanut butter, a not peanut a delicious peanutty spread. Peanut butter. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It. I don't know I the context of this. I don't know peanut butter. Okay, when you shoot the puck and it hangs in the air or hangs in the net for a second. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if it gets, like, caught behind the crossbar and just yeah. sits there, it's a peanut butter, put peanut butter the, on that, I like it. Yeah, the uh, the word that, or the sentence that they gave was, Mike went top cheese and the puck peanut buttered in the net for a moment before it fell. Country 104. There was a guy who had a couple of uh, police officers knock on his door. It was a Saturday.
Saturday night. It was 1.30 in the morning, and, you know, there was a, a noise complaint. The neighbor complained that there was blasting music uh, early in the morning or late at night, however you want to in- interpret it. Uh, Nathan Rock was the gentleman's name, and his justification was as spot-on and hilarious as you could possibly imagine. Police go up to his door, and they say, Sir, we need you to turn down the music. This was his response. You can't play Led Zeppelin quietly. (laughs) He was bumping Led Zeppelin and was like, officers, guys, I can't play this quietly. It's I don't do him justice if I play him quietly. No, you can't play Led Zeppelin quietly. You you can't do Stairway to Heaven, Immigrant Song. You you can't play no. those on a one out of ten. That's gotta be full full volume. Yeah, if you're not at a ten, what are you doing? <laughs> you're doing Led Zeppelin. You're wrong. doing them ju- injustice. And and here's the thing that that happens with some country songs as well. That there's one song. That whenever it's on in the Country 104 studio, whenever I'm, my, I'm in my car and it comes on, you got to crank it up to 10. For me, that song, what happened to me, my, my little man crush, like Shelton. I saw the light in a sunrise sitting back in a 40 on the muddy riverside getting baptized in holy water and shine with the dogs running. That song gets me amped and ready to go. Like I like I would listen to that song if I were like I've listened to that song before at the gym, obviously prior to COVID and everything. But I've listened (laughs) to that song to like pump me up and to work out. Like that song gets me going. When that first God's country comes in, you gotta crank that. That's a song you cannot listen to quietly. For you, Kyle, what's a song? You gotta crank when you hear it. That would have been one that I would have I would okay. I would have said. I don't want to pick the same one. One of them would have been, uh, you know, a, a Luke Luke Holmes has got a few of them on there, like Hurricane is one and Beer mm, Broke My yeah. Heart. But I got to thinking, and 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 correct me if I'm wrong here, but I don't think I have ever heard this song come on before and someone turn down the volume. When you hear this, you know the volume goes up in the car. <laughs> Let's go, girls. When in the world is this song ever been turned down? Those first three notes, as soon as you hear those, you're cranking it up. That song sounds so much better, full blast, being sung at the top of your lungs. Yeah, you can't not. It's And then when it gets to the chorus later on, like... I wish I could take a photo. I wish I could put a photo on the radio right now. The smile on your face while you were listening to that song, the dance moves you were doing. That head bob, the little... The, the, the bob in and out. Yeah. Yeah. Country 104. Kyle, you, you know, it's it's breakfast time for, for people who wake up at a, a normal hour. You and I, we've moved on to lunch at this point. A second but, breakfast uh, for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but for, you know... Most most people they're getting up and getting started, maybe pouring themselves a a box of cereal, and I have come across a list of the the most popular and the, the best cereals of all time. And before oh. I tell you, yeah, before I tell you what the the top five are, yep. wh- what would you say were your your favorite cereals? I, I I'm gonna be real here. I have okay. I've composed a list of my top three, and I want to make this known to you right now. Th- okay. This was not done lightly. There was some serious <laughs> thought and consideration put into this top three list and the reasonings for it, okay? Okay. okay. This is a very passionate subject. It's a big deal. This it's a big deal. Okay. So number three on my list, Honey Nut Cheerios. 
Okay. Let I don't think there's look. ever been a time where I have not been in the mood for a bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios. Oh, no. So Honey Nut Cheerios comes in at number four on okay. this list. Okay. Number three, number four. It's not bad. Number two, I'm a very simple person, cornflake cereal. If you've ever had cornflake cereal, put a couple strawberries in there. Oh, fancy. It is a game changer. So cornflakes for me is my number two. Okay, so cornflakes on this list. This is a, a Toronto list about the best breakfast cereals. Cornflakes comes in at number 17. Yeah, I figured so. I, I knew that one wasn't going to be very high, but I've, I'm very simple. I literally, I, I could eat cornflakes every day for breakfast. I, that's how much <laughs> I love them. And number one, number one on my list, Leanne, honeycomb cereal. Oh, interesting. Okay, Honeycomb hang on. Honeycomb cereal. Now, That's... I know what you're thinking. Kyle, there's no Fruit Loops. Kyle, there's no Corn Pops. Let me believe you. I love me, myself a good old bowl of Fruit Loops and Corn Pops, but I could eat these more consecutively than I could. Fr- I, w- I think I would get sure. tired of Fruit Loops after a few days just because they're so sweet. They're delicious, but it's not. it's like a treat that you get. It'd be like yeah. re- the Reese's Puff cereal or like uh, like some of those sweeter ones. But for me, mm-hmm. those are my top three. Okay. Well, Honeycomb, I just checked. At first, I, did, I didn't think it was on the list, but it is, in fact, on this list. Oh, Honeycomb no. in is number 15 what? on the list. Ridiculous, but whatever. So now, th- th- there's 35 cereals on this list. All brand. At least I'm not number the, 35. I was going to say, at least I'm not at the <laughs> bottom half of this list. Everything's in the if, top half. If you said something like shredded wheat, I would have you know, maybe questioned. I'm yeah. not going to lie. I had shreddies a lot growing up as a kid because my dad always had them. And I'm not, they were pretty good. You cut up some banana, put it in there. Shreddies was a good time. Okay, but shreddies and shredded wheat very different, very different very things. Very different yeah, yeah, yeah. series. You're okay. right. But I, I remember right. my dad eating shredded wheat. Those ma- they, they were like the size of pop They're humongous. And like they, they <laughs> break up in the bowl. And yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. So number five on this list of, of the goat of cereals, we have Frosted Flakes. Yeah, fr- I, Frosted Flakes, I had it. I was kind of debating between two. But I, again, it's, I don't think I could do them consecutively. I would I would rather Corn Flakes than Frosted Flakes. Okay, okay. Number four was Honey Nut Cheerios. Number yeah. three, Captain Crunch. Yeah, number two, yeah, that's a good one. Reese's Puffs. No, and not number, number two. one, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I I never liked Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I love Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but I can't do like if I buy a box, like it's going to last me a while. I can't do it every day. I think for, for my me, my girlfriend's I, listening right now and is furious listening because I know for a fact how much she loves Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Well, she's going to hate me even more because I'm looking at this top five and everything is covered in sugar and yeah. sweets and just I'm just imagining all the cavities that are coming. I'm thinking that this I, list was made by by a, a select group of like nine and ten year olds. Five year olds. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly that's exactly <laughs> mine. For me, mine never really makes this list because it was so few and far between that you could find it in the in the stores do you remember frosted cheerios Cheerios? oh my gosh did you just (laughs) say that they discontinued those when i was like seven years old i have yet to find them since right frosted flakes are good but frosted cheerios take it to a whole nother level and then i will remind you frosted cheerios or cheerios back in the day used to come with those old computer games oh my gosh 
and you used to get Roller Coaster Tycoon, and you used to get all these different... It was so fun! You are taking me so far back. I, I used to think for a while that I was crazy because I would bring up Frosted Cheerios and nobody knew what I was talking about. And I thought I had made the whole thing up in my head. <laughs> it was all a dream. Country 104. Now, Leanne, you know, we, we, we send mail, we receive mail all the time. Sometimes it's fun when you send your friends something, you know, a little, little small and it's like a little surprise. You call it fun mail. But yeah. this, I don't know if this is trending or not. I don't want it to trend, but this is <laughs> mail that, you know, maybe can be kind of fun if you send it, but definitely not fun if you receive it yeah and this this i'm, I'm looking at you farmers we've got scott who's uh, out uh, pig farming right now listening to country 104 Th- yeah. this is a chance for you to make some serious dough there are two toronto university students i don't know if they're ryerson or u of t kids mm. they're, they're trying to stay as anonymous as possible because I believe it <laughs> they started a website and cal do you have the do you have the bleeper I'm ready ready to go okay they started a website called battle it's like battleships, but battle. So what they do with this website, for the price of $4.20 plus tax, you can send a package filled with nearly 30 grams of fresh, stinking cow poo to that special someone. They're called, can you believe it again? They're called missiles. <laughs> Dear Lord. It started out as fun. It's It's... Anonymous. If you buy it for $4.20, they'll send it in the mail to this individual who you select anonymously. Or for an additional 50 cents, you can say, hey, it's me. I sent it and really, really rub it in their faces. Oh, it costs extra to put your name on it. I mm-hmm. thought it would be the opposite where it would cost extra to stay anonymous <laughs> because, I, I mean, if you're trying to make a point, you want to make sure it's you by all means. But, like, this is wild. And the more I look into it, Kyle, this isn't the first website of its kind there's a website it's called poop senders there's a website called i poop you there's a website called i express sorry for the delay i I didn't want to curse on the radio no no and with one of these websites uh it it must be from some large farm or I, i don't know but you can get a 2021 valentine's day special a heart sprinkled mega pack that's now on sale for $49.95. Oh my god. You can get cow dung, elephant crap, gorilla poop, and a combo pack. I I don't know what I what I what concerns me more. The fact that people are out there sending this to, to others or the fact that there are five different companies that do this. <laughs> So they actually use a farm. It's only cow manure that they're sending. Um, and we've, we've actually had a discussion here on Country 104, which kind of manure smells the worst. And apparently cow Chicken. is actually, yeah, not that bad Chicken compared to some the worst, of the others. Apparently. But um, so it's it's locally sourced, if you like to support it local. And uh, they say that it is just absolutely blown up you have people from all walks of life ages you know whatever coast to coast canada wide people are sending these male missiles of cow poop to each other oh my gosh (laughs) support local (laughs) send a battle to someone in need country 104 liam there's an old saying out there you know if at first you fail get up and try again 
And sometimes, for the most part, it's, it's a great saying, right? It teaches you to never give up. It teaches you to always push forward, to follow your dreams. But at some point, when you fail 156 times, maybe maybe you look for something else to do. Yeah, there's a time when you just got to throw in the towel. There's a time when you just got to know when to quit. Over in the UK, so this is nowhere near here. You don't have to worry, even though it... times it may feel like this person lives here Mm -hmm. but over in the uk there is an unidentified male they would not reveal his name they would not reveal his age he took his driver's test 157 times and then he got in the car for the 158th and i guess that's a lucky number because after 158 attempts and about 3,000 pounds in fees, he finally, finally got his driver's license. What possessed them to, like, because there's a record for how many times, like, you see on the personal record that this person has applied to get their license 157 times, right? Like, it has to be there. Maybe not if you take it like three or four times, but you think after like 50 tries, they're like, okay, like we got to stop this dude from coming and trying because he's, <laughs> yeah. he's a danger on the road. Right. I mean, I, I would like to know the guy that passed him, the, 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 you know, the, the, there's a person that sits in the car with yep. you as you try and reverse into a parking spot or, or, or do your parallel parking. This, this, this expert that was in the car with him, what, what what was going through his mind? That's what I would like to know. And when you go to get your car and you go and get insured, do they know that you failed your driver's test 157 times? Because this guy should be uninsurable. I, I don't think this guy should be. I I, I have no idea. After for me, if it, if if you got to like 12, if you hit double digits for me, I'd be like, all right, like. Take a break, go go get a bike, do that for a bit, <laughs> yeah. come back. But a, like after 158 what, tries to get you your license. Do, yeah, what do you have to do wrong that many times? Either, because I feel like it, either every time he did one thing differently wrong or it was the same thing over and over again, and I'm not sure what I'm more scared of. <laughs> Thank gosh this is in the UK, because if this was here, I didn't think about selling the car. Country Mornings with Kyle and Leanne on Country 104.